Hello, I am Landon. I will be talking about the conspiracy of 1741. The time period is in the 18th century, taking place between the times of the First Great Awakening, which adds to the importance of the event. During the early decades of the 18th century, there were both real revolts and periodic fears in the white community about revolts. With between 1687 and 1741, a slave plot was discovered on average every two and a half years. In 1741, Manhattan had the second largest slave population of any city in the 13 colonies. The government reduced many rights of assembly and movement for slaves. At the time, there was a background of economic competition between poor whites and slaves, recent slave revolts in other colonies. A severe winter, being the winter of 1740 to 1741, which was a miserable period for poor in the city as a result of the economic depression caused by the Britons being war, which contributed to declining food and fuel supply, which had caused many poor whites and slaves to grow resentful of the government. anti-Catholic and anti-Spanish feelings, which led to priests being banned and was caused by the Britain's war with Spain, being called the War of Jenkins' Ear, which also caused less number of troops being stationed in New York. Conspiracy of 1741, also known as the Slave Insurrection of 1741, was a supposed plot by slaves and poor whites in the British colony of New York in 1741 to revolt and level New York City with a series of fires. For likely reason it's not usually taught in schools is that it's unknown and unbelieved by historians that a plot actually existed, and if there was one, of its scale. In the spring of 1741, fear gripped Manhattan as fires burned across all of the inhabited areas of the island. In February, two weeks before the first fire, John Hudson was arrested for receiving stolen goods from slaves Caesar and Prince who were also jailed. Horse Mandan, one of the three justices on the court and leader of the investigation, pressured Hudson's 16-year-old Irish indentured servant, Mary Burton, who was arrested in the case, to testify. When she did, she testified against her master and the ones he was accused with as participants in a supposedly growing conspiracy of poor whites 
and blacks to burn the city. With her saying of kill the white men, take the white women for themselves and elect a new king and governor. Although Burton's testimony did not prove that any crime had been committed, a grand jury heard the case but was so afraid that more fires would occur that they decided to believe her when the first of Burton's vicious fires broke out. requested the lieutenant governor to issue a proclamation offering a reward to anyone providing information leading to the conviction of anyone setting fire to any dwelling or storehouse in the city, which attracted more testimony. In March and April of 1741, a series of 13 fires erupted in Lower Manhattan, the most significant of one within the walls of Fort George, then the home of the governor. After another fire at a warehouse, a slave was arrested after having been seen fleeing it. As the number of fires increased, so had the suspicion that the fires were not accidental, but planned arson. The suspected culprits were New York slaves, some 200 of whom were arrested and tried for a conspiracy. To burn the town and murder its white inhabitants. Then horsemen then started the trials. Some tried and sentenced to death would confess and identify dozens of other so-called conspirators. The trials and testimony in courtrooms were filled with conflicting evidence which led to many enjailments. Most of the convicted people were hanged or burned, with how many is uncertain. At the height of the trial of hysteria, horseman then believed he had found an irrefutable link between the past and fires. As the investigation wore on, Horseman then also came to believe that a man named John Early was responsible. Early had just arrived in town and had been working as a school teacher slash private tutor. He was an expert in Latin, which was enough to make him suspect by less educated pro protestants as probably being a Roman Catholic priest. Horseman then arrested him on suspicion of being a priest and Spanish secret agent. Burton suddenly remembered that Uri had been one of the plotters of the conspiracy and testified against him. Uri was put on trial. His defense was that he was a dissenter from the Church of England, but not a Catholic priest, and had no knowledge of any conspiracy. But at the time of the trial, Horseman Dead had received a warning from the governor of Georgia that Spanish agents were coming to infiltrate and burn all the considerable towns in New England. On the left horse letter left little doubt that the colony was part of an international 
conspiracy. One which not only planned to infiltrate and destroy the city of New York, but also to engage its protestant citizens in religious warfare. Capitalism, as it was now deeply tied to both the Spanish and slaves, came to be perceived as a greater threat than ever before in the colony, which adds to suspicion about Erie, causing him to be convicted. He was hanged on the last day of August. During the court cases, the prosecution kept changing the grounds of accusation, ending with linking the insurrection to a popish plot by Spanish and upper Catholics. Gradually, the fears died down. When Burton and upper witnesses began to accuse members of the upper class and family members of the judges as conspirators, the case became a major embarrassment to Horace Mandan. In addition, the political leadership of the city was changing, and the case was finally closed. The slaves and whites still jailed were released. By the end of the trials, 161 blacks and 20 whites had been arrested. From May 11th to August 29th, 1741, 17 blacks and 4 whites were convicted and hanged. 14 blacks were burned at the stake, and 70 blacks were banished from New York. 7 whites were also deported. The following year, Mary Burton finally received her reward of 100 euros from the city, which she used to buy her freedom from indenture, and had money left over. I believe the conspiracy of 1741 should be taught in schools, partly because of its ties and similarities to things like the Britain and Spain War, Salem Witch Trials and the First Great Awakening, which were all big parts of history. The Salem Witch Trials had a similar thing happen with a few supposed witnesses implicated many other suspects, with in the end people being hanged, executed, or burned at the stake. Along with during the conspiracy, an anonymous letter was sent to the city of New York, cautioning them against the epidemic of suspicion and executions, as writer claimed to have seen in the Salem witch trials. It would be important to show another event that had people accusing people and causing the city to get out of hand with trials to show different points of importance to stop a thing such as that happening again.